Ciao Juventini, welcome back to the All UV Cast channel where of course it's All UV all the time. It's myself, Lucci, and Luca today to cover a defeat. A defeat at the hands of the mighty Monza, okay? Um, 1-0 loss and uh, man, it goes from bad to worse just like this show is titled, okay? So the first Serie A victory for Monza... Well, Juve still finding a way to get into the record books, eh? Not the way we want it, but uh, yeah, there's a lot to tackle. I look at the live chat here. You guys are already fired up. You've been fired up for about 45 minutes already, um, close to an hour actually. So we're not going to waste any time and we're going to get into it. I just want to get some housekeeping out of the way. And that's uh, everybody that's tuning into this on your audio outlets, okay? Get over to YouTube, subscribe to the channel. That's where the daily update videos are. That's where the live watch-alongs are. Um, and all the other good stuff. Okay, so get over there and subscribe. Now, for uh, YouTube, we have Super Chat enabled for those who want to uh, support in that manner. Okay, so uh, yeah, you could donate that way. Or if you want to get yourself some cool gear in the meantime as well, check out Striped Arts Apparel, um, which is our merch store that is linked to the channel. Now, without further ado, we are going to probably tackle a bit of the news, just some of the headlines, just what's going on. We'll tackle the game, but then get back to that news and kind of unfold and dissect everything because there is a lot to dissect at the moment. I want to remind everybody that's with us right now to like this video while you're here. And if you're new here, subscribe. All right. So first off, Lucci, how you doing? Where do I begin? Al? Where, where, where should we even start? Hey, hey. Just disaster. I disaster. know. I know. Morning above ground. Luca, Luca, how you doing? I'm all right. Uh, Dan, how was your birthday, man? I'm curious. Like, how did it go? It was good. Thanks. Thanks for asking. Wow, you're starting off the day nice today. Let's. Are you feeling all right? I'm well, trying, he's, he's getting ready to make that twist, right? He's uh, getting okay. ready to make that turn. Last time I asked you for a little ditty, the next time you're live on that keyboard next to you, do you have uh, Billy Joel? We didn't start the fire. Hard no. Hard what? no. I will record it for you and play it as a as 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 a as a favor to you in the future, but not on the live. Can you play the Titanic song? I need a pick-me-up, man. And I asked you for a live, and you don't have it? Simple. <laughs> Out. <laughs> Out. <laughs> Shame. All right. So we look at some of these comments in the live here. Sad mm. seeing the state of my Juventus. Not a Juventus we're accustomed to seeing. Yet again, we see uh, images of... The players going to apologize to the Curva. We have Marco Tardelli, obviously, uh, ex-UV uh, legend, saying that he does not agree with the players going out there and needing to apologize to the fans. Um, we have others, like myself, saying that it should be everybody going and apologizing to the fans for this standard that is so far below that we've uh, set here. But uh, again, to each their own. As far as the news headlines go, after the match, we were looking at a scenario like, is Max going to get axed immediately? Um, there's some light rumors circulating that if anything were to go down, it was going to be something as an intern like Montero. 
So Montero was one. Massimo Carrera was another. Um, then, of course, there was the wild notion that uh, there could be something in the works with Roberto Mancini. Okay. And then today, you get a lot of the same, which is it probably isn't going to change mm -hmm. and that there may not be a change. Ariva Bene speaking uh, in terms of a bloodbath should Allegri be fired. What necessarily does he mean by bloodbath? Well, Marco Tardelli even got into it today um, with his words and that came out this morning. And that's basically that if they get rid of Allegri, it basically ties everybody associated to the decision of bringing him back that uh, they would essentially have to face the music as well. But that's something we've all been talking about too, and maybe that should happen. Mm -hmm. So a lot to tackle. Of course, we're going to zip through this game because there's not a hell of a lot to talk about, okay? So we are going to zip through this one. We're going to go like this. Basically, projected lineup was a 4-3-3 heading into this one. We had Perin, Dicilio, Bremer, Gatti, Danilo, McKinney, Paredes, Moretti in the middle with Di Maria, Vlaovic, Kostic. Di Maria's in the lineup for Max. All is well. All is going to be sorted out, right? Mm -hmm. eh. No. Things weren't fixed with uh, <clears throat> Di Maria in there, were they? No. Starts off with Monza actually getting uh, some good pressure in the final third. A volley from uh, the youngster Rovella himself. Uh, going wide, Rovella had himself a game, by the way, everybody. Um, so if there's a positive, it's it's uh, that he's our property still. Uh, back post, free header for Itzo. He ends up making a mess of it. Luckily for us, he sucks. Um, awful yeah, angle attempt game. from Vlaovic. Vlaovic gets a chip ball over the top. He decides to shoot it from an awful angle is what it is. Um Churia with a rip that dips just after uh, Perin's goal, but Perin seemed to be there. Look, the most the majority of this is Monza actually playing, outclassing us and outplaying us in the first half until Di Maria gets a red card. Now, we're going to get into the Di Maria red card. For me, it's absolutely uh, inexcusable. Um, that moment just cannot happen. We're going to break that thing down a little more because there was theories that Di Maria has basically quit on Allegri. But but we're going to tackle all that after. Let's rip through the rest of this, okay? Second half, Monza gets a good chance that they flub wide, and this was from point blank on a deflection from a cross in. Um, for us, we finally get a nice passing sequence from McKinney, who in my opinion didn't do much outside of two good crosses. This one to Moretti. Moretti, unfortunately, mishits it, easily blocked, goes out. Juve gets a free kick. A great ball in from Paredes. Danilo with one of the most unorthodox headers I've ever seen in my life because he bends right over almost to his kneecaps to try and head this thing at goal. Uh, maybe at that point you use your feet. Whatever. Um, that's the way things are going for us. Guria, Julia again with a cross in. This time slammed home. 1-0 Monza. I didn't feel we were even going to get enough opportunities to get in there and find one. We had one more. And again, it was from a run from McKenney. A good move. Cross in. Free header for Keane. And he does the one right. thing, you know, slam those headers low or at least to a side, but try and get them downwards. 
right at keeper. That's it for us. One nil Monza. Something Shocking. I didn't believe would happen. I spent the next two hours walking around my home waiting that I was just in this weird dream and I would finally wake up and then the game would actually take place. <laughs> no such luck. Luca, start off with your overall, you know, kind of thoughts and view on this match. Then we're going to get Lucci's thoughts on this thing overall before we get into all this news. Al's wife yesterday, by the way, guys, gave us all a call in the AGC because she was worried for our, our, our gaffer. She's like, he's just spaced out, walking in circles. I think he had a psychotic break at one point, but we're not going to get into that. You guys remember those uh, memes from Narcos and whatnot? That was me. I just went to the field behind my house. Oh. I got my hands in the pox. I'm just walking around. Uh, like, what's 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 happening here? Where am I? Where am I? Uh, look, um, I didn't watch the game live. I was out of the house. Uh, but when I came back home and was prepped to put it back on, it was it was very difficult to hit the play button. Like it, knowing what was coming was really difficult. So rather than watching the entire game, I clicked watch highlights. And like Al said, it was basically just Monza, Monza, yeah. Monza until like the last play from Keane, uh, which, by the way, awful for uh, what is supposed to be a starting striker, apparently, by his standards. But I have no words. I really have no words. Even with 10 men, we should be beating Monza. I I've seen 10 men beat better teams. And honestly, this this is this was absolutely inexcusable. Even with 11 men, like, why didn't we have two goals in the first 20 minutes? There's no more excuses. I'm running out of uh, reasons and, you know, glass half full arguments. I'm tired of it. There's nothing left to be said. Act, do something, because at this point, it's just going to spiral out of control. Yeah. It's an interesting uh, your choice of words there that even with 10 men, Marquisio uh, this morning essentially said the same thing. Even with 10 men, if you know how to play, yeah. you can potentially make something happen in that game. Mm -hmm. uh, but he's literally said this Juve does not know how to play together. Um, Lucci, your thoughts overall on uh, this one? I mean, we joked. I saw your tweet. You laughed about it because, you know, you're like, well, what if we don't? I'm like, it's Monza, man. And you're like, well... And I hate it when you're right. Believe me. <laughs> Everyone uh, does. I know. Even I know. a broken clock. I hate being right in this case. Clock, Place a day. Broken uh, clock. You know, I'll say I'll say this. We we came out of the gate with the wrong mentality already. We were sitting back. We did after 90 minutes, we had two shots on target against Monza. That's unacceptable. It's Monza. <laughs> like, how is that? Like, how do you not triple that? Shoot from anywhere. Like just Put the ball to the net, man. Do something. You know, Di Maria obviously didn't help the case, but even when the first 30 minutes, he wasn't playing. Like, he didn't do anything. Vlaovic, yeah. poor guy, man. Like, we talk about him not getting any better and growing. The guy's got no service. He's got no, no. plan. Allegri doesn't help him out because they got nothing. No plan. No no system. No ideas. He's just, here, take the ball and try to take on four defenders and turn and do something. Like, how is that going to help him succeed how is that going to help the team succeed altogether yeah. and like we, we discussed on the, the pregame yesterday like the, the starting 11 was more than good enough to beat this team there's no mm -hmm. excuses mm -hmm. um you know and, and i saw sam's uh uh comment in here seeing rovella at monza but mckinney sums up the status of the club so true man Mo uh, rovella was the, probably the best player on the pitch yesterday yeah 
So hold on. Can I touch on that for a second? Sure. Quick. Go for yeah, it. let's go. Rovella is a talented player. We know that. But even with Max, he wasn't looking that great. I think right now, you we can't start nitpicking on individual players at Juventus because um, everyone looks like shit. Everybody. Yes. Even our best players look like shit. So you're right. We're gonna start saying, why do we have McKenny or why do we have uh well, McKenny sucks, yeah. so that doesn't well, help his case. So he still created two crosses that should have been scored. I'm not gonna start saying he's good, but the fact that we can't put those away just sums up sums up the entire team. So I'm not going to start individually picking on people. Lucy. I want to get to this comment, which is actually Montalivo, who played under Allegri. And he says there are two types of coaches. One who gives you all the instructions by heart before you enter the field. You know in advance what you have to do, and you don't need to think too much. And then he continues. Then there is the likes of Allegri, who just gives you the general idea of the match and leaves you to do the rest. Yep. Um Clear, clearly, that's the it's case. It's been clear. That's been clear, and that's been evident. And we've been saying now for a little period of time here that maybe, just maybe, back then we didn't give enough of those players that were around his first tenure enough credit. Mm -hmm. And my thoughts over the past couple of weeks, I've been saying, is that you know what? Maybe, just maybe, you know, it was those guys at that time, and it was the right timing for Max because they just needed a man manager. They, they had chemistry, they gelled together, they knew what they had to do, and they could get it done. Now, we don't need a man manager or a planner or a guy that simulates schedules in his head. We don't need that. We need the actual leadership and direction. You watch this team, it's aimless for me. Um, if I look at the Monza match, look. And here's another thing that everybody that wants to talk about quality of players, because it still comes up, give that a rest. Di Maria was in there, nothing changed. Rovella is the one we sent to Monza, and he uh, bossed us in the middle of the pitch. Yep. That should tell you it's far beyond the quality of a player that we're yep. dealing with here, with this mm -hmm. Juventus. There are much bigger issues um, at the helm here. And number one, it, it has to has to start with the coach. Are there more than that as an issue? Absolutely. Sure. That's just one of the problems, but that problem is affecting results. Uh -huh. Results will affect finances. Finances are going to affect everything. So you have to start there. They have to write this ship. How much longer do you go? You know, you have to stop the bleeding right now. We're just bleeding, I bleeding think out. There are so many problems. Everybody's saying it's just too overwhelming to do this you get the words of Arriva Benes now we're going to get into this news I mean you look at the ratings it's shocking like I mean I think our man of the match got 5.5 Perin with a 5.5 I actually thought Miretti was hard done by on his um rating because I think he actually put in work he was probably one of the few that I saw with at least some effort and work mm -hmm. rate that was acceptable um Danilo's work rate was acceptable Outside of that, Vlaovic's work rate, his work rate was acceptable. He's just getting nothing. He's getting nothing to work with. He's getting scraps. Um, yeah. McKenny, I'm shocked, got as many minutes as he did. I would have probably put Fajoli in there. And then um, they took off Meretti for Fajoli. Yeah, outside of two crosses there, McKenny was a horror show in the middle of the park. For me, and that's against Monza. So there's a lot to be done. But again, strategically, tactically, 
lacking, lacking so much. But go ahead. I, listen, I, I'm I'm not hating on Paradez because he's still new, he's still learning. But like, what has he done to stand out to spend that kind of money on him, that wage? And you know, Nothing. instead of letting that's what well, that's what I'm getting at. Like, was Nothing. it why was it why would you make that move when we have here, defensive problems to look at or you know, no depth up top? Like, well, here the, you, here's the thing, Lucci, and this is another kind of something else that I'm looking at in terms of Max. In his mind, it's a player quality thing. Mm-hmm. He is wrong. These guys, he's banking on guys that are just going to sort everything out for him. That's not going to happen. Right. So in his mind, loaning out Rovella, bringing in Paredes is a step up at that position and that now all of a sudden we're going to see these these uh, long passes and these uh, game-breaking uh, balls that are just going to send guys. It's not happening. There's so much else lacking. But in his mind, that's how it works. The higher the quality, whatever – the less he almost has to do. I literally feel we have a manager. We're paying almost 10 mil a season to say, go play. Oh, no. Get out there and go play. Not this guy again. I felt this show was lacking and had less than enough talent, so I decided to jump in. It just got a whole lot uglier, that's for sure. We just got zero needs and a lot of attitude. attitude. Ruthless in the morning here, Luke. Yeah, you know, this this show was a little bit below par today, so like yesterday's game, so I figured I'd jump in. Oh, yeah. Kind of with my point on what I was going with Lucci, Mm. Lucci is basically saying, why make that move and spend that money? Are you agreeing with what I'm saying, that basically in his mind, it's a quality thing, and he thinks... Everything's going to be sorted, and his words kind of match that. Okay, hindsight's twenty twenty. Going back a month and a half ago, everyone's like, "Okay, let's just let's let Max get his guys and see see what happens." A lot of people are right. You know, you know, a couple guys down here were saying that it might not work. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. But you you had to give Max his guys. You had to. His guys have not given him anything, (sighs) and things are not working out. But as this manager, is how we determine it, though. I mean, any coach you get, you have to give him his guys. I agree with you. That. Have to. It, it's only it's only logical. You give him his guys. Unfortunately, I don't think Paredes is as terrible as people are no, making him out. No, no, but everyone looks like shit right now. Right? I'm not saying so, he's been terrible, but you're paying him. You paid that much money, and you're paying him what seven million wages, and you expect more from a player making that yeah, kind of money. He, yes. He's only played what three games. Four but games, here's so the I, thing, though. Here's How much thing. time do we give guys? He already, he already is he playing. the only guy we're expecting more out of that no, is performing? No. This is a straight across thing. So I'm not going to mm. even just rag solely on Paredes. I mean, if you go across the line, you're mm. going to find very few players that we can say don't need to step but, it up. And when you have this, this goes back. This is the same thing I said in 2018-19 when Max got fired the first time. I said when you have that many players underperforming and not progressing it is a bigger picture it is the problem of the managers not a problem of the players when you have that many underperforming and i stand behind that when you have that many guys that aren't cutting it it's on the coach i and i've been a big mckinney backer last season when like up to before his injury you know but you have to you have to make judgments on the facts that you have at hand as, as you go through life. Like it's okay to change opinions on things, and this is, goes out to a lot of kids out there. It's okay to change opinions on facts. McKenny is 
should not be on the field. Yeah. He should not. Like it's, he it's has brutal. not improved one bit and continuing to play him. I, I don't get it. Like it, yeah, it, nobody else who called that I, like a year here's ago. Here's my thing. Oh, oh, stop it, Daniel. You're yeah, fine last year. Guys, hey, rein it in. Here's the thing though. Here's the thing. It's not going to change even with a personnel change. Yeah, there you go. It ain't going to change. If you put another player in there, he's still going to go in there with no ideas. The thing, the thing with Paredes that bugs me is that awesome. Max asked for him specifically. specifically. Max yeah. wanted him. It had to be him. And now, like, it's just like it hasn't made a difference at all. And you can blame everyone. You can blame the whole team. You can blame Max for sure. But like, why we, would you bring in for the someone? longest time? We blame the midfield for not being good enough. Yeah, and we yeah. were just. That's why we were sending long balls. Finally, we get decent transfers within the midfield. We have decent quality, and we're still we surpassing them. We're just going over their heads. So right. what's changed? Nothing. Nothing. Yes. So Jay Elliott yeah. saying all our players, our professional players, should perform better no matter what kind of coach we have. It doesn't quite work like that in mm. sports. And if you've oh. played at a certain level, you'll understand that that's not quite how it works mm -hmm. um because you just you have to put it together the guys if there's no set structure if there's no set uh idea or shared ideas guys just easily if you have too many guys freewheeling how do you put that together how do you build chemistry how do you you're hoping to just catch lightning in a bottle at that point it's yeah i think people very look very at difficult some, teams, some people look at some teams like oh they're just freewheeling out there no 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 they have systems and structure. It looks like it's everyone's all loose and like through the midfield, and but it's very, very structured, which we are the exact opposite. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's tough here. I mean, when I say no matter who the coach is, certain things shouldn't be sacrificed. That's work rate, ethic, all that, like that drive, that fight, that should never change. But a coach has to put it together with the players he has um mm -hmm. if it, in max's own words six months six months it should take to get your ideas across well yeah. you're at 15 you're 15 i want to get to the di maria red card okay because this should not be a, an excuse in my opinion should not be an excuse for this match because everybody thought oh here now allegri is going to get bailed out by a red card from di maria did di maria quit on Max Allegri. Is that why that red card happened? That came up a lot in the watch along that this team has given up. We'll get to the team and say, but Di Maria has given up too. That's why he took that red card. I don't think so. And just so everybody kind of wants to go with this, Di Maria in his entire career has five reds and four double yellows. He's not a stranger to incidents like that and getting fired up. Um, so the Argentine has had instances of this happening. Uh, one time he got himself sent out double yellow on grabbing a referee, um, stomping on a guy's foot off the sideline, off the field of play straight red. He's no stranger to these uh, moments. So I don't think it actually has anything to do with the max thing. Do any of you think, um, that Di Maria has given up on Allegri? And where do you guys stand as far as the team? Do you think the players have given up on him? And that's why we saw what we saw against Monza. We'll start this one with Ant. What's with the Skanga out, by the way? Like, what the... F Anyways. Um, 
Now I've I've taken a couple of reds like that in my day. You know, like you just kind of you Shocker. just kind of have like a moment, right? Where you just like, what are you doing? Get off me! I, I just watched. It. I actually missed that part of the game, so I just watched it while I was waiting in the green room. That's a red card. I don't, were people suggesting that that it wasn't? That's a red card. Some yeah, were card. suggesting like, a, just a yellow. That's a red. I thought somebody were saying, "I'm like that's you can't like you got him right in the stern." I'm like that's a red card, uh, and. That usually happens when people are tired or frustrated. So yeah. 40th minute, he could have been tired. Our conditioning stinks. So maybe. But that, I would say, you know, that is a, from a frustrated player. Because I don't think that that opponent was like, they weren't clipping his heels for 40 minutes. I don't think they were all over him or there wasn't any sort of continuous fouls on him. So that's just that's just him losing his head. South Americans can be a little... So Di Maria is frustrated overall. The other thing to consider is Itzo knows Mm. how to get in your head. Smart defender. Listen, Di Maria has played 680 matches. He's 34 years old. It is is inexcusable any way you try to defend it to me. If anything, I would have expected it out of Miretti. And another problem with this match against Monza that I said is that not because of Miretti's personality. I'm just saying a youngster in general, right? I would expect a reaction like that from a 19 to 22-year-old or something. But mm-hmm. Di Maria at 34, this is another problem I had with Monza. Miretti was the example for me in terms of work rate, ethic, everything he was doing, movement off the ball, trying to make things happen. We can't go out game in, game out, having a 19-year-old as the example. That just shows you how how bad it's been for us a 19 year old should not be the example for the rest of them so that was all frustration i'm sorry but di maria i will not excuse it regardless if it's Itzo and that's his game and everything he's he can't do that he absolutely cannot do it um lucci and luca will touch on do you think the players have given up on max their play looks like it it's hard to argue yeah, it's hard to argue that they're not. Like, mm-hmm. it's also what? hard to argue based on how we've played that that's just not the same as everything we've seen, and they haven't <laughs> given up on. <laughs> like, as, as sad as it is, we've been that bad straight right? through. We could have, but it, it's like you're Solinitana, Sampdoria, uh, Monza. Like, even with a coach of my qual, like if I'm the coach, but I'd still expect better results out there. Like. Guys, this team shit. Go go score some goals. Like, what, what's going mm-hmm. on? <laughs> like, you, it's not like you're lacking any talent. You have Di Maria. You have Vlaovic. You have, you know, you have players that can score. Kostic that, you know, capable. To, to yeah. get two shots on target in 96 minutes? Wild. Even with nine we guys. We barely hit double-digit attempts. Monza had 17 attempts. My God. And, like... What four or five big chances? Juve had one big chance. Um, that's just not good. Any way you slice it, guys, this is crazy. It's getting it's getting to a low, and this is what I fear. And right before we hit Luca, my fear is that you continue on. You're gonna get to a point where it's it's gonna be so hard for anybody to step in and repair. And right now, you're at a juncture in the season where you could still make mm. something happen. So you're battling this, this scenario where, okay, you're going to have to pay this much to move on a manager. 
We're bleeding out absolutely everywhere right now. If we continue, it's going to cost us how much financially? That's an unknown. Is it going to turn around? Everybody's battling. Can he turn it around? It's so far gone for me. I can't see Max turning this thing around right now. I disagree with that. I disagree with a point that you made. I'd like to get Luca's opinion on it. If another coach comes in today, don't we have enough talent to turn the ship around, regardless of who the coach is? Yes. If they bring in some sort of system, do you think yes. like yeah. it yeah. can't it has to get better? I'd like to yeah. see Luca yeah. answer that one. And honestly, like we're you're at that point where you really cannot get worse. We just lost to the last place team. What is worse? I no, honestly, no. I mean, yes, there probably is worse, but it, it, it comes down to like say so. is worse. Right now, it is really a mentality thing. Like these guys are in a space where they need a refreshment. You know, they go into a locker room and they see this plan being drawn up, and they're like, "Oh, this shit Nothing's again." Being drawn up. There's no board. Okay. <laughs> It, there's a board, but there's just like the name of our players on it. That's it. It's just the starting lineup. Oh, we've seen it in the all or nothing. <laughs> Anywho, look, listen. There's not much. The to problem say. is, it's not a loss to Monza. It's a loss to Monza. It's players dejected, players soulless. Um, it's so much more than just the results. That's why I fear it's beyond repair for Max because of the point it's gotten to. Marquisio, in oh, his words course. today, speaks to how everything, this is exactly what I said, everything coming out of the statements is disjointed from one another from top to bottom. Players, management, coach, they're all separate in what they say and nobody's on the same page and it shows in the, on the pitch and for Marquisio, I'm with him. I believe the exact same thing. I just, I think it's too far gone. Marquisio in his own words, I would make a change and I'm with him. I would start at the coach. Now in Arriba Bene's words, as we said, we were going to get to all the news. There would be a bloodbath. We, we laughed at the, the <laughs> notion of uh, bloodbath. Well, no Marco Tardelli, another Juve legend, uh, ex-Juve legend, said that essentially what he's entailing, what he's speaking to is that the people responsible for Max's return, which has been an epic failure, we're going to have to face the music. Mm-hmm. And that's what he means by a bloodbath. I don't necessarily believe it needs to be a full-scale bloodbath if Allegri goes you can still maneuver with without making it a full-scale change. I've painted a scenario where Agnelli, if you stay, it's business, okay? Let someone else deal with the football uh, handlings. Stick to the business, okay? And as far as uh, Arriva Bene, Cherubina, Arriva Bene tied himself to the Allegri thing, which makes no sense because he was already in place before uh Arriva Bene had even come in so it's kind of it that was whole of, thing. It, was, it was almost the same month it was yeah. really close together yeah so it, but but it's like Allegri was already a done a done deal That's so that whole yeah. thing's kind of strange for me it, it's very very bizarre in terms of the financials 36 million euros to move on from Allegri if they fire him I wouldn't even fire him I would just say you're not the coach and step him up step them to the side and bring someone else in that way you're not paying out front because if he does 
by some chance somebody doesn't uh, still wants to hire him after this shit show, they can do so. And then at least we don't have to pay the rest of those funds out if he takes a contract elsewhere. So I wouldn't fire him directly and pay the full upfront money. I would still just say, hey, you're not the manager and I would move on. Um, it's at a point I don't see him being able to repair it. We had we had some internal discussions on our team about bringing in Montero, and we're like, a lot of us were like, oh, I don't know about that one. Mm. But if you're going to do, Al, if you're going to do your plan, let's just say they do your plan where you step into the side, he makes sense because he's already on the payroll. He's already, yeah. right? Yeah, and Rick Alzi coming in here saying, it's like going back to your ex-girlfriend for a second time. It just doesn't Rick work. Rick is never 100% works. correct. It yeah, never for a little works. while, for a little while, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. 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 Some good. Long, long-term yes. Lucci. So no, no. 36 million no euros if they get rid of them immediately to pay. Now, in terms of what could potentially happen, if we don't make Champions League, what are the losses? The losses are about 50 to 60 million euros right up front, plus revenue from your three home matches that you would lose not playing in the Champions League. Um, and then stars. Are you going to start losing stars? Do you guys believe Vlaovic would stay in a scenario like that? Absolutely not. Vlaovic is going to move on. Potentially, Bremer would want to go play elsewhere. Like mm-hmm. it's it's so much deeper than just this thirty six million euro that people are hanging on that it would cost the club to let go of Allegri. So for me, I'm with Marquisio. Yeah, it's. Get the again, again, okay. you got to put your accounting hat on to say we have the Calcio Financial all over our ass for any sort of financial fair play, right? I don't think it's as simple as, oh, I just, we'll just eat the $36 million. For well, us, it is. But I just, I don't think it's that simple. You're not eating $36 million if you do what I say and you let it go. Then it becomes almost like you have a player's salary which we've done before, thank you, Jay Medical, that you're eating annually. So it becomes that $9 million that you're eating a year without letting them go completely and paying it up front. I would do it that way. You, you keep them on the books and just hire another Keep coach. them on the books so it's only an annual pay. And then uh. an, if he gets an, a contract somewhere else, you're automatically broken free of it. It's like the I Bobby like Bonilla deal. If you don't know about the Bobby Bonilla deal, Google it. So he's been that's getting just, paid that's a million dollars thought. every guys, year. Since we got to get into uh, so storm the barn. If you guys have storm the barn, start firing. In. I want to get into some of the options that were mentioned post match in this aftermath of this. You've got Skango now. Skango going. Oh man, it's Bobby. Oh sorry. Okay, so let's get into this. Montero as an intern. So. Georg, Georg, come on. Take it easy. So, what do you say? Montero as an intern. Yes, no, how come, Luca? Because Lucci and I spoke to this one yesterday. Um, So, we're going to get Luca, then we're going to get Anthony's thoughts. So, Montero as an intern coming in. Just a quick question before I even follow that. How long has he been with the team? Dude, he literally got hired like two months ago. Right. Okay. So, it hasn't been, it wasn't before this season. It was this season. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. Reminder, everybody, like the video, too, while you're here before Luca puts together this answer. <laughs> yeah, quick. Before before you regret your decision, like the video. <laughs> Look, um, 
we all had our doubts with Pirlo, and this is the only real reference I could use because ex-player coming in with very little experience. You know what? Right now, the only way is up again. Like we're so we're so in the shits. Like you can only go upwards from here. And I think a guy like Montero, who has lived, breathed, sweat, and basically bled this team's colors, I think like you can't do any worse. I think he would bring in a a no nonsense attitude, and maybe tactically and long term, it wouldn't be perfect. But shit, he would definitely wake up. <laughs> Who is this guy? There's no name. I don't like, know. I, like I don't know. It's already. cool though. Don't it's good. put a I like name. Good. Be a man. Put your damn name and show us your balls. Take oh, it easy, skank. Simmer down. Yeah. Simmer down. Anywho, Anywho. video again, guys. Anyways, okay. So Luca, Luca is kind of tying Montero to uh, it, it what he was known worse, for. Though. It can't be worse. He would wake up the locker room. I think he would. He looks like the type of guy who would slap everybody. Like if there's someone who's gonna beat up our players, mm-hmm. it might be him. Mm-hmm. Anthony Montero mm-hmm. as an intern option coming in. Yeah. So some players don't react to being slapped in the face. I did. I was the kind of player who I liked coaches screaming in my face. Kicking me in the ass. That, but some players, some players aren't like that, right? They don't, they don't respond well to that. Being a former player means nothing in the coaching world for the club. You can have a coach up there holding his old jersey up and being like, look what I did. And the players would be like, who's this guy? Like, I have no idea who you are. So that really doesn't. I don't think that really helps him. Right now, he's the U19 coach, I believe. Yep. Yeah. The only way, the only way I would do that is for Al's point, to, because you you're not bringing in more salary. He's already on the books, and then someone put in here about uh, you still have money for the January window. That is the only reason why I'd do it. I would not make him a long term coach because I don't even know if he's a good coach. If, if he's only been coaching for a couple months, you know, U19 man. To to disagree with Luca, it can get worse. How? Like, Should have kept you explain how it could. Get I'm just so, saying, Lucci just saying and I. Um, I think we're going to be on the same page with the Montero thing because um, we kind of talked a bit about it in the match day live. And for me, it wasn't fair what we did to Pirlo, and this would be extremely unfair to Montero. We don't know anything about what he even wants to achieve on the field Mm -hmm. as far as play would he motivate the players maybe but maybe not Mm -hmm. um some of these guys like i i don't i don't know i don't know i would think based on his history the type of player he was that he would but i just i don't know it's not fair to him the guy just Mm -hmm. got hired as a u19 coach to all of a sudden have to come in here and take over this mess for a first time coach Make Champions League get of the group. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. In terms of Landucci, real quick, everybody, Landucci as an intern, for me, he's too tied to what we've got going on right now. If you're going to make a change, clean slate. Everybody agree on that? Yeah. 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 Sure, but you you can't do that. You can't just remove the whole staff in November. Well, if you bring in a new manager, they usually have usually their staff. Yeah. Right. They usually I have their that, staff. He's he's Max's assistant, man. He was if Max's you, best If you think he winning. would stay on as assistant for the new coach, you're wrong. He wouldn't. 100%. But I, he would, I don't he would think choose to stay, but there's no way that he would stay. Like, he would be gone. Typically, when a, and someone can correct my wrong. I know the, the, the group here can look it up pretty quick. Correct. If a manager is replaced mid-season, it's not like – 
his whole assistants leave with him. They Not should. always, but again, it becomes on their avail- availability. A manager right. usually has his guys. He will try to bring them with him. So in the off season, like we're talking about Landucci here though. We're not talking everybody else beyond that. I agree with that. I agree with that. Landucci too closely tied to what's going on here right now. Massimo, Massimo Carrera was brought up as an intern option. For those of you who don't remember, he was one of Conte's assistants. Mm -hmm. And when Conte had to face the 10 month ban, Massimo Carrera was the one who stepped in. That was the interim caretaker for Juve during that 2012 season. Um, he also at one point coached the one of the youth sides for Juventus and whatnot. But uh, Massimo Carrera had a good showing in Russia. Where was it? Uh, I believe Russia. I think it was Spartak. Yeah, I think and then so. other than that, his work has been Athens. pretty unstable. And I mean, Carrera had a bad showing for body. He was fired in two months. That's, I think, the last uh, we've seen of Massimo Carrera. But he was good in Spartak, and he Spartak. led them to a championship. And he was actually let go contrary to what all the fan base wanted. So, but for me, that's a no as well. Um, Carrera's got a 50-50 here from uh, Avocado 89. 50-50. Hell of a handle there, Avocado 89. Is that Omar? Nothing wrong with avocados. But uh, very good for you. Um, I don't know. Massimo Carrera, for me, that's a no. That's a no. (laughs) I think if you're going to do it, if you're going to do it, you have to be sure. And I don't like this intern Mm -hmm. thing, too, because it feels like we're throwing away the rest of the season. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it should be something with a little bit more. It doesn't have to be the guy for the next five, six years, but it has to be somebody for at least two years, in my personal opinion. There's there's no there's no top coach that's gonna come take over a team midseason. You then have the rumors that broke out of Mancini. Hypothetically, because I don't see it actually happening. Hypothetically, if Roberto Mancini could come, would you make that move, Anthony? No, no, he didn't. His his tenure is like when he was with Man City. Like as a club coach, he was, I don't know. He was he was up and down like a roller coaster. I, I'd say no. I'd say no to Mancini. You are wrong. Okay. Why? What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. I just I don't remember him. I I don't. I'd okay, say no. so Lucci. You won with City. He was okay with Inter. Like he's done well with Italy until you know recent, and that okay. So there's he, two international teams. Where else would he? Where else is he coached Inter twice? I, 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 for me, it's a no. I would say no. Yeah, same. Uh, listen, he's better than Allegri. So here's yeah, the thing for me and Mancini. When I look at his most recent piece of work, I see an Azzurri side that arguably might have been worse off than this Juve side. Um, in terms of no confidence, no mm-hmm. direction, no ideas, no no no, no clue where they no were going to go striker. from there. And the instant stimulus was massive. Did it get stale now with goals and stuff like that? Sure. But the instant stimulus for two years was massive what he got out of that team. Yep. Two mm-hmm. years at Juve? 
would be just fine and then move on to the next route. If Mancini would come in, I would actually do it. He also, he's got that attitude that he doesn't care about the name on the back of the shirt. And I like that. I like that about him. Um, In terms of people that fear about his offensive prowess. Oh, look what he did to Chiro Immobile. Chiro Immobile was dog shit before Mancini came along. When it comes to Italy. Okay, Italy. Chiro yeah. Immobile always did nothing for Italy. Insigne, Insigne did nothing for Italy. He wasn't even playing for Italy before Mancini came around because he couldn't even get into the cut, and that's always lacking forwards. So mm-hmm. don't give me this thing that Mancini all of a sudden had Italy not being able to score goals. Mancini. Historically, Italy didn't score a ton of goals. It's just the instant stimulus he brought and that complete shift in mindset and belief is why I would do it. He scored goals. Thanks, Tony. Mancini for you. Yes or no? Um, No, Uh, I, I think he's better than Allegri right now. I think obviously almost anything is better, but that said, like I have my reservations. I told you mine Al, and Mike just gave a comment. That is how I feel about uh, Mancini. So if you want to highlight that, that's, that's the only thing I would, be worried about like sure he'd probably be able to get a lot out of what is probably a very very crap team right now but um then when it comes time to you know put your guys out to pasture and get rid of them, like quadrado and and uh and uh sandro he might stick with them for all we know so i'm hesitant uh <laughs> with his ability to switch things around Lucci's yes, such Lucci a polite student here Lucci in the back please luca so, yes, or, or I guess this would be more to Mike. Yes, he played Insigne and, and Immobile. Tell me what options he had, my friend. Chiesa's been out forever. Who else is he going to play? Well, unfortunately, my memory is not good enough to remember what the bench was. Well, like. okay, so Daniel. shut your um, pocket, all right, bud? But the, but the fact that we didn't qualify sure, and woke up with that team of players is inexcusable. So that, I don't that, know team, that team should not have won Euros. Look at it on paper. And it should not have not qualified for the World Cup. Of course. Where's your argument? But then you're missing you're, – how many players were you missing in a short span of time? No Spinazzola, no Chiesa, blah, blah, blah. That's two players. Okay, to, be fair, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, they had to score one out of like three PKs to get into the World Cup. And, that's, and like that's, that's not, not really – you shouldn't rely on PKs, but honestly, it's, okay. it's pretty stupid. One disaster at a time, all right? Can we just focus on one disaster at a time? Fair. Yeah. Storm Today's the bar, Jeremiah, your thoughts as Tudor coming in as an intern. Uh, if it works out well, then extend him. If it doesn't work out, get Deschamps after the World Cup or Mancini. And so I'm just going to say this. Deschamps is not the right guy right now in where we're at for me. He's not the turnaround guy. Mancini would be a turnaround guy. Tudor. Yeah. I like T- I like him, and it intrigues me, to be honest, thinking about Tudor coming in. And he's highly regarded by management, according to Nicola Skira. Luca wants to start on this one. We're going to go to Anthony. Uh, Tudor is... <laughs> go ahead, Luca. I'm just kidding, Luca. Go ahead. Good God. Okay. Tudor yeah. is not moving. He's got a good team. He's playing well, and he's getting paid well. You ain't moving, people. Get off of no. it. Go, Tony. <laughs> um, yeah, he's yeah, he's not coming. Uh, oh, man, I'm still caught up on the bringing a manager in midseason. Uh, sure, I, I think Tudor would do would do a better job. He's he's been on the staff. He knows the club, so that's that's a that's an important piece too. Someone who knows the club will help out. I I still don't think 
actually, I'd like to ask Lucci this one. What maybe everybody can answer it. What is the percentage that Allegri leaves this year? Do you think? Because Oliva Bennett came out and said he's not leaving. Nedved hasn't had the, the kiss of death where he says we trust Allegri. Once we hear that, he's out. But Nedved hasn't said that. We're waiting. What are the what realistically? I think we need to get into this. What realistically, what are the chances that Allegri actually leaves before June? Okay, so I'm gonna start off. I thought earlier yeah. you said, you know, ex players or ex players doesn't really matter if they become coaches. So you kind of contradicted yourself. Well, Montero anyway. has two months experience, so yeah, but it's, it's the same thing. It's just an ex player. How good of a, how good of a coach is he actually? Do you really know? Have you seen him? Well, Marseille's doing well. He has he has top flight experience. Man. Verona was good last year. Yeah, Verona was good experience. for finishing top twelve. Anyway, anyway, mm-hmm. um, I'll say it's I'll say it's fifty fifty. I just this the contract is too tight, man. They they screwed themselves. They shot themselves in the foot when they offered him such a large contract, and now getting out of it is going to be unless they're willing to take hits in the transfer market. I just I don't know if I see it happening. I think it would have happened already. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with that. I think a hundred percent he is not here by June. Wow. Oh, we're talking next season. He's not. talking no, end, of this season. Season, end, end of this season, which is June twenty twenty three. Oh no, I think he'll be gone next year. Hundred percent, he will not be the coach. He won't finish this city a season. I do. Okay, I think he'll finish this. Season. In my in my personal belief. Mm-hmm. It's too you. far gone. It is, there is way too much smoke around all this, and I can't see him turning it around. No, that's fair. Be, I just, that I that's gone. He signed with Brighton. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Enjoy the rain, you bum. <laughs> it is what it is. I want to get to Ooh. some of these um, comments. The Marco Tardelli saying that, uh, you know, he doesn't agree that players need to go and uh, apologize to fans or anything like that. He says the problem, um, where was it here? He says, uh, he's basically kind of trying to free and clear max of this. He says, I don't think Allegri will be fired um, again, because there's just everybody else that has to leave with him. He does not agree. A team should go and apologize to the fans. In his opinion, it did what it could. The problems are others, starting with the company and the athletic preparation of the team. I don't disagree that there are other problems, but I still think those traveling fans, a lot of those are Kurva members, by the way, Mm -hmm. that don't get to do what they're allowed to do at visiting stadiums at their own home grounds. Mm -hmm. So I strongly disagree with Tardelli saying that they should not go and acknowledge those fans. Danilo did it before the game, and that was a nice sign and gesture heading into it. <laughs> These little tokens of gratitude for supporters aren't just nothing. This team, if it continues on, my God, you what do you want to do? Do you just want to ignore the supporters, the ones spending hard-earned money to travel with the team and support? No. So I strongly disagree with that. Anybody else? Uh, I, don't, I wouldn't say I disagree. I just like you're doing this after every game, but we see no difference yeah. on the pitch. So what's the point? Yeah, exactly. But agree, why is the you. leader not out there with them? It shouldn't be just the players. If you're going to do it, like, I mean, Max Max bailed out at, at, after the Benfica thing so damn fast. I don't even think he shook anybody's hands from the opposition. 
Like, stand out there with your your guys continuously go out there and do that. And I get it. Nothing's changing, but it's not all on them. No, it isn't right. all on them. So you kind of feel hard done by that they're the ones that have to keep going there and being the face for it when management is also involved and the coach is also involved. It's it's tough. It's too it's tough. Georg is right. Max is just too damn proud and cocky. He knows he's kind of safe. I think that's what it is. That's his attitude is shown that he's not worried because I think he knows he's not going anywhere. Or he's just psycho, one of the two. I don't know. I think this is the scenario that's been painted here is that the most likely of options is that Max knows he's untouchable, which is why he's almost been saying so much that he's been saying that isn't typical of himself is because he probably, he probably is untouchable. Like many are talking about this financial thing of not being able to get rid of him. He is talking like a guy who seems safe. He feels safe. Yep. And that's a scary reality. Mm -hmm. how are things going to get better when number one the guy who's supposed to spearhead everything himself feels like there's going to be nothing he's going to be held accountable to that's a major problem i hope for all of our sakes that that's not true that he feels safe but he might based on what he's saying right yeah exactly what it looks like even the the, the midweek presser where uh and you guys did a great job covering it where he, Danilo said one thing and then he said the other thing and it's just. He, and that ties into what Marquisio was saying, right? Yeah. If you it's, listen to the words of Arriba Bene, then coach and then players, it's all over the place. It's yeah, it's wild, but it's, it, it, you, you, you hit the nail on the head. It's a man who's not in fear of his job. He's not. Yep. not one imagine, imagine having that job, that job stability. Yep. Mine's, mine's pretty good, but not hey, like that. You're not. Right. You're not like that, and you're not making that much money. I hate to tell you, but <laughs> you wouldn't be on this podcast if you were making that much. To money. give you Marquisio's actual statement with here, you guys, Marquisio's actual words: uh, "The problem is not Juve losing. You can lose, but when you lose to Monza without shooting, that's a problem." There is Big disconnection problem. between the team, coach, and company you can see from the statements. With an important squad, even with 10 men, you play. This Juve cannot play. It is worrying. Vlaovic hasn't grown since he arrived. Now I'm not inside Juve. I hope they solve the problem between them. The championship is made up of two parts. I would not like to wait for the break to change coach. It's a very delicate situation. Juve mistakes, question mark. Allegri is back in a moment after COVID. So many costs. He arrives with an onerous a contract that binds you. Choices made over the years. One mistake after another. And now you see this. Since the beginning of the year, the team has not been growing. Mm -hmm. It just comes down to the point. I Hey, I stand with uh, Claudio Marquisio here. Um, we have I want to say Bruno Skanga has said, that 22-23 Scudetto and Europa League champs after Man. Juve gets bounced from the Champions League. That's going to happen. Every time, and he adds, book it. Yeah, Every dangerous. time a Skanga says book it, this feeling comes over me. Like, We're doomed. It's this unexplainable feeling of uh, <laughs> nausea is number one, but uh, it's just, come on. 
Yeah. It's, it's Anyways, scary. we'll see what happens, but uh, it, it's a messy, messy situation. This break, does this break come at a right time or is it worse to not be able to get into action until now? What October 1st or 2nd, somewhere around there. Second. Um, Sunday. 70% of our players are not going to be able to train with the team or as a team anyways. Probably a good thing. Probably a good thing you're thinking. <laughs> yeah. Get some confidence we'll get some real training. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Until they come back. Man, uh, are our players even going to be used in those national? Like none of them are in form. Vlaovic, no. Vlaovic, man, their other players no, are firing bad. on all cylinders right now. I don't even know if Serbia is going to. I mean, they'll probably play them because, but man, the other guys are actually like working well. Tadic, Mitrovic, they're playing yeah. well. Yeah. Rabio, like, I don't know. Kamavinga is. Uh, Rabio's playing, playing great. Like, I, I the only don't good see thing is that these guys even being able to boost confidence going there. The, nobody's informed. Rabio's obviously still trying to get over it, but I don't know. I get some, some injured players back at least by the time they return. What I don't necessarily understand, and this is this is where I'm getting most anger from the from the club right now. It's one thing if we don't make any moves, I get it to move Allegri. There's probably financial reasons. But what what is there stopping us from replacing other people of the staff? You know, like the medical staff has been rumored to be changed so many times in the last two years, but no movement has been made on that end. No, no reviews, no, uh, uh, not even an idea of change. Like it's just been rumors. Nothing has moved. So I don't understand why. Thrown under the bus today. Oh yeah! Somebody from the staff got thrown on the bus today. Who well, they no blame? Shit. The conditioning <laughs> coach. It was on the, our own news report. It we. It was Here, on I'll pull it day. up. Uh, keep if going, you, uh, Luca. If yep. you don't want to, if you don't want to toss the head of, let's say, your organization into the mud, someone else is going to get tossed. You know, like shit runs downstream, yeah. and it's it's going to have to be someone else to take the blame. But nobody is. It's all the same staff. Damn, the janitor's still there. Like I don't understand. Make one change at least. Whoa. Nothing's changed. He's doing his job. All right. We don't know that. Clearly, we don't know what's happening. Have you seen that place? You can eat off the floors in there. So watch out. I don't know. I can't find your house, but okay. okay. Go ahead, Al. The one uh, thing that really scares me is November. Have you seen the schedule in November? It's only getting tougher, man. We played three of the worst teams already. First of all, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games in October. That's a nightmare. And then November is PSG, home to PSG, home to Mil- Inter, at yeah. Verona, and then home to Lazio. So listen, hey. this is another thing we talked about yesterday, um, Lucci and I, because Udinese was pistol whipping Merda, mm-hmm. and there's a manager that stepped in that's got a team. Are they as talented as Juve? Absolutely not. Do they play as a united front, absolutely. It would smack and it makes us a right difference. Now. And they work their ass off. That's gonna. That's getting teams by much further than relying on talent. Sam saying, Sammy saying for the management, this break is good to look for options to get instead of this clown, rather than make a decision at the heat of the moment. That's a, actually uh, pretty solid because they can weigh everything out and really hone in. So deal the one leading 
um, Udinese is being mm-hmm. called on by Juventini. For me, it's way too soon. It's way too, too soon. soon. Let him do his thing. Yeah. Let him go there and whatnot. It so sucks did, when you're in it. the middle of a season and you're literally talking about getting rid of the guy that's at the helm. But honestly, those bad feelings, these bleeding hearts of, oh, how are we talking this way? You know, you got to support the team. They need it the most. Listen, we're not taking support away from the team. We're not going anywhere. But at the same time, if you're staring at this and you are a Juventino, there's no way, there's no way you could see that something is definitely broken our own claudio marquisio who's probably man if there there's a juventino he says it's time for change it is time for a change everybody it is time for change this cannot continue there's no well, the way. one thing uh the one thing we did report this morning and this is from romeo agresti in recent days juventus has made the figure of angerini head of performance responsible donadoni's ex-trainer has more powers in terms of or overseeing the different areas of company's performance strength and conditioning analysis etc so there's your scapegoat where's that's it but it's again it's talk of being you know that is only, one of the problems though Luca. Yeah, so, but act on it you know like Ariva Bene is such a business-oriented guy. If you see a specific part of your business is not doing well, cut it out, replace it. I, I don't understand why we're being all emotional and hesitant now. When it was players, they didn't hesitate. They cut ties, got rid of them. Now, when it's staff that really are being paid probably minimal compared to our players and clearly having an effect on this team, we're being all hesitant and mushy because these guys have been here for a while. But- why? Doesn't Max oversee all the training and conditioning and stuff? Like, does he not have a report or some kind of overseeing of this? Like, he's got to know. He's the damn coach. He, he's supposed to know everything. Like, whether he's yeah. fully involved, he should have some kind of idea of what's happening. If he thinks it's a problem, nip that. Nip that Literally, right he's, in the butt. He can't it sounds like they're going to, though. That, that's what I'm saying. It sounds like they've identified why, the issue. and they're Why they're bring it up to. now? Just do it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Do, do it. Do it. Take it easy it. there. Oh, but, you uh, guys, yeah. it's a, this point, is a yeah. messy, messy situation. Um, we go into the break. Absolute shambles. Yesterday was a great opportunity in a, a match that had to be a win, should have been a win. Um, for us to make that ground based on the other results in Syria, and we fall flat on our face again. Mm-hmm. How much longer can this go on? Tensions were already at an all-time high between Pavel and Max. Pavel again leading the anti-Max brigade. It's hey, a mess. He's, you, he watched the whole game. He sat there. Probably because the they game. told him, you better stay the full thing. You have to clean noticing. that up. You have to clean <laughs> that up. You can't have an organization where your coach already has somebody in the upper brass that didn't want him to even come back in the first place was behind him getting fired in 2018, 19, a bloodbath, a bloodbath might have to actually happen. To be honest, like the red, whether you want to do that mid season, that's, but I, I don't even know what that means. Cause the is not going anywhere. Ariva Ben is not going anywhere. Kerubini's not going anywhere. It's so not. That, Ariba ben and and uh, they're, they're out of this because they're in too fresh. You can't have both Max and Nedved in there. So make up your mind. If you're going to stick with Max further, get Nedved out of there then because all it's going to do is create more heat. You can't have Nedved ripping down into the locker room, although I agree with it and everybody should have done that. 
you can't have him doing that and undermining the coach that's supposed to be spearheading this thing and leading the players because it, it technically undermines him if he's ripping into the locker room. You could take him aside and have words with him in the office, but you shouldn't be doing that in the locker room. Although I do love Pavel um, and always oh, yeah. will. It's you're creating this toxic environment and the environment is completely toxic. So when they brought Max back, it should have been sorry, Nedved, but we're going against you. I've lost faith in what you're doing. If now you want to move Max, then you're agreeing. Nedved was right. Nedved, you stay. As far as Agnelli goes, stay the hell away from the footballing side of things. Stick to the business. And if it's not Nedved that you want running the football matters, find somebody else that you do want. But bloodbath in terms of making the changes that make sense, stop creating toxicity ourselves. Management created the toxicity that's boiling over right now okay. on their own. Everyone wants to dump on Agnelli and, you know, everyone deserves to be dumped on. Let's just face it. But Kedabini and Arriva Bennett are the are essentially the footballing side of it. Okay, Agnelli was responsible for bringing Allegri back. He has to sign off on that. He did Pirlo what, and then Allegri. What? But what else, like, today is Agnelli signing off on? Like, players, they're brought to him. Like, everything's sort of – he's not saying, go get me this player. That's coming from Kitabini, Allegri, right? Like, he's not making those decisions. Everyone makes it sound like Agnelli's making all the player decisions, which he's not. He's just signing off on them. Like, this is where I'm getting confused. Like, he, like really, it's coming down to, it's coming down to Max – Max and Nedved, that's a great point. Like those, I fully agree with everything you said there. I, I get that. But Agnelli, like I don't – maybe someone convinced me why – how he's doing a bad job. Go ahead. Well, he brought in Max. I don't really see – No. He created that whole toxicity worry because right he created now. that. Not, he's created point. that. Yeah. Which is yeah. boiling over into the locker room, which is creating a nightmare. Okay. This is not going to happen. Look, yeah, I'm with Ant. This is not going to happen. We've just now re – like we've restructured our entire organization and is not going to move. They've I didn't only... say kick and out though. No, we, we're not saying that. I'm okay. just saying. Yeah. That I comment. said he needs to stop intervening and creating Pirlo out max back in Nedved. You stay, even though you wanted this guy out, you guys hate each other. This yeah. is cool. It's yeah. going to be happy yeah. times. Yeah. No, he made that mess. He, yeah, he needs to, bad. He needs to stand behind the guys he's got hired to make those calls or otherwise they should have been gone and he should have moved somebody else in. So he's got a major part in this gong show that's going on right now. Mm -hmm. As far as the brass mm -hmm. and the management. A gong show. Fair enough. But he's not going anywhere. No, he oh, won't. Form the barn. He won't. He won't. Everybody, look, I think this break came at a great time for supporters. To be honest, for us like, too. We we need a break. We need it. Yeah, I can only drink so much on weekends. It's just like you don't believe that <laughs> it could get worse, and it goes from bad to just worse. And is it? it there's no. Where's where's the? What are we looking forward to? Apparently, like our coach is telling us, it's gonna get better when these guys get back. Di Maria comes in there, puts in a stinker right before getting a straight red. And he might so, be three games. For three games. Yeah, three is it three gonna be gone for three games? Fantastic. Um, where, where's was it's it Milan? getting worse before yeah. it's getting better? Bologna, Milan. So miss Bologna, I hope they Milan take the time Dorino. to really, really <sighs> analyze and figure it all out, and we'll see what happens. But uh, 
This is uh, troubling uh, times. I've said this. I want to get everybody's thoughts right now as far as uh, UV goals, but we're getting a lot of, I'm getting a lot of messages. I'm getting a lot of WhatsApp messages. I'm getting a lot of DMs on Twitter. Ton of stuff in the update videos Mr. about Popular. lack of support. Lack of support. Um, yeah. Hard to watch this UV and certain uh, fans getting, you know, not necessarily attacked, but others saying, well, you're not a true supporter and stuff like that. I hate hearing things like that because mm -hmm. to be honest with you, some of you from what I see in reactions and stuff, like I get, I get pissed right off about the games. The nice thing about myself after the match is over, I've got two young girls. I got a wife, like we go have family time. I, and honestly, mm -hmm. it's so far from my mind when I'm with my family that I don't even care. Okay. So, That's the nice thing, so cute. but I do care. No, I do care. But the thing is, if it's upsetting you that much, I can understand why some would remove themselves from watching it. Because if you're getting that fired up where it's ruining your weekends, it's ruining your times, you need to. And I Can't told sleep. my dad yesterday after that game, I said, I think you should see your doctor and I think he'll probably tell you to stop watching UV. Because oh, yeah. I don't want to you know, hear about you croaking while watching one of these games because your ticker yeah, just friggin' explodes. Yeah. So it might be best for some to take a little bit of a breather. But I will say this. Of all my years of watching UV, even after the actual banter era of 2006 and Long forward, years. I have never felt almost as disconnected uh, with a team as I am this current UV side because it's very, very hard to connect with this squad because there's nothing there. They're so soulless. There's no, it's hard to connect with certain individuals on the team as far as players. It's hard, it's hard to do any of that because they're so they're so broken and everything that we've come to know and love about our Juve is not it's not shining through. And it's all this negativity and it's all this smoke, and a lot of it is self-created mm -hmm. by the uh, club themselves it's very, very hard to connect right now with this team. So I very, very much understand all those frustrations out there. Um, for me, I feel the same. I'm very, very disconnected, but I'm not going anywhere. I'll still watch all the games. I'll still support and drive myself crazy if I have to, but I can understand the massive disconnect. Do any of you feel the same way as far as a disconnect? Has it ever been to this point in your opinion? with Juve and Ant could speak to very close to as far as me for timeline. Um, he could go a little bit further though. I just want to point that out. Um, so Ant, have you ever been uh, this disconnected or is it just me? Are you still as connected? Well, the, some people will point to the 2006, but that was different. Like, you know, we felt that, you know, we were hard done by, we were put there. It wasn't really anything the players did. It's not like the players, Played poorly, you know, it was all that whole situation. But back then, it, like it's it's different now. People let Twitter work them up or social media. They read something that somebody posted, or someone changes their avatar to Monza and then changes it to Bologna. That really gets them worked up, right? <laughs> easy. Do something, and people and people get worked up at that stuff, but it's not easy. real. See, it's I easy. I work, I lived, I grew up in an era where people World would War banter II? to your face. Before Christ, so you had to be careful who you banter to because they'll smack you in the mouth. <laughs> so it, it was a different it was a different banter area when I grew up. No, I'm not saying anybody in particular. I'm just saying like oh, okay. yeah. we didn't have social media, so you couldn't really. It was a different sort of banter. <laughs> like it was kind of more fun. Yeah, 
but yeah, if, if it's getting to you that much, just turn it off. Like really yeah. you, you have to turn it off because it's, it, it shouldn't ruin your day and you shouldn't lose sleep over it and you shouldn't get heart problems over it. But no. you know, I'm not saying be any less of a supporter. It's just don't let it, you know, do that to you. Yeah. Lucci, are you feeling like that disconnect? I'm good. Just swear it out. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> but Lucci, you're works as out. connected See, to this Uve side as you've ever been. Um, is it harder to watch? Absolutely. Am I going to stop yeah. watching? No. No, I'm still going to watch. I'm going to take my two hours every Saturday or Sunday, watch, have my coffee, enjoy. If, if hey, they played bad yesterday, I just, just, just lift heavier. Just go to the, just take do some exercise or a good way to do it. Have a, have a companion of some sort. And easy. Go, go do easy. It. easy. What? Where are you what? going with that? He's, he's talking about the gym. Have like some, a spotter. That's what he's talking that's about. That's Yeah. That's exactly what I was talking about. Luca. Is 2023 going to bring us the joyous moments once Pogba and Chiesa return? Pogba's on this team? Oh, see, um, this is the shit that pisses me off. When people do things like that. <laughs> you hear that, Dan? He's pissed at you. He That's okay. Get. Get well, I know where he lives, so. John Stewart, bless your heart for trying to bring yeah, some positivity. Um, sorry for Lucci, who just tries to shit on it. You're out. Hey. It wasn't me for once. Luca, yo, twenty twenty three gonna bring us some joy. Pogba, Chiesa, I think so. Um, I don't know. Will Max still you gotta be, be positive, here? Positive, man. I'm with John. Yeah, I think it would look. I'm trying to look at this a different way. Like, if this was any other coach, how would they handle the amount of injuries we have? Like Monza, yes, granted, we should beat them with our C team, and that's not excusable. You know, Sampdoria. Uh, Alanitana is the same thing. The games against like PSG and Benfica, those are tough teams. I'm not going to start saying I'm defending Max, but these are games that even with all the injuries he had is a tough situation. So Benfica's we haven't even team. played Milan or Napoli. No, and I know. I'm, again, guys, I'm not. I'm not trying to say you know like Max should be stick, sticking around. I still think he's done and dusted. But this is a difficult situation. You know, like this would have been difficult for any other coach. And I think there's still a core issue. Even if we bring in a new coach, if that, if that training staff and medical staff is still the same, it's going to be the same problem year in, year out. I mean, it's been but, two, three years now. We're looking at the same issues fundamentally. But like injuries and suspensions, we've talked about this before. It's part of the game. Every other, a good coach will still get the best out of their yes, team. I agree. And I make agree. the adju adjustments regardless of what they have, have at their disposal. We see it with yeah. Udinese. We've seen it with... Milan, who's you know missed Zlatan forever, like Napoli lost how many of their you know top Koulibaly and Senior, whatever. Very like good example, we're yeah. making so many excuses. No, I I, I yeah. agree, I agree. It's I'm running out of excuses. I really am. Like, well, that, well, that's it, man. That like that's he's got it. He's got me the if, most. Lucci kind of hit it nail on the head. Reasons there. versus the excuses. excuses. It's one thing after another, after another, yeah. after another. You know what? Like Luca said earlier, if it's a problem. Fix it. Yeah, honestly. Fix it. Fix it. You know what? Bottom line, they got a lot of fixing to do. So we'll see uh, if uh, over the break any changes come. Most of us uh, aren't banking on anything to take place. Uh, BAT97, good for you guys. I'm getting so much stressed by watching this horror show. Hey. Is he talking about Focus us or the games? Us? Yeah. We're not no, the no, no. The oh. games and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, right. Listen. If it's, you know, 
just yeah, don't let shit that's out of your control you know out. get to you that much right um obviously we all want to see uve thriving succeeding doing its best but at the end of the day hey we could sit here we can analyze we can do everything we want to do and i we run the show i run the show out of passion whatnot and love for the club it ain't going anywhere we ain't stopping but uh you know the frustrations mm-hmm. and everything like this honestly i think if i didn't have this pod and we didn't do this it would be a lot worse at least we can come out here vent say everything we have to and get it done <laughs> anthony out hey Look what i started <laughs> no arguments from luca and lucci it looks like uh <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> Uh, no, he agreed with me, so I guess I got to keep him. Yeah, up. everybody, try yeah. and uh, never again. Try and keep uh, as chill as we possibly can, and see That's what right. develops, what happens. One thing's for sure, you know, whether we have our doubts, whether we have anything, nothing ever changes. Game day comes upon us, and it's fino alla fine till the very end, and hope that we get the results going. One thing's for sure, they've got to turn it around, and they have to start very, very quickly. I say a hundred percent. Max is gone by the end of June. I say 50% before the World Cup break or at World Cup break. Um, It's 50-50 in that time. Something's going to have to give if things don't get better. And right now, so much is going wrong that it's a hell of a hole for them to climb out of. And I don't know if they're going to do it. I don't know if they're going to do it. Everybody, today, you guys have been awesome. I'll just remind you, if you can please hit that like button one more time before we sign off here. Mm -hmm. That would be massive. You guys are uh, continue to be unreal. Yesterday, I think we reached 190 something on the watch along, was uh, deadly. And uh, I thank you all. Uh, we'll get through this together one way or another. And uh, brighter days to come. We just don't know when, but UV will be back for sure. Let's just Not hope today. it's sooner rather than today. later. Yeah, it's pouring. So, today. Not today. Next time. Okay. And again, thank you very much, everybody. Andrew and all here. Thank you guys. Truly make it easier to deal with. Hey. Anything we do, we're not going anywhere. We're just going to keep uh, praying that they uh, sort it out, okay? Till next time, Fino alla fine, Forza Juve. I'll keep you in touch with all the daily updates, and uh, maybe we'll do something for uh, the Azzurri game. We'll see. Oh but ciao tutti. Take care. All right. <laughs>